Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, Division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Thanks for joining in today to the Digital Marketing Podcast and Video, where we talk about digital marketing strategies and tactics to help grow your business. Today, we're going to take a deep dive into an extremely interesting subject matter, and that is the Maslow Effect. What is the Maslow effect? And why is it that what what is the science behind why content goes viral? I think it's fascinating when we look at uh, digital and social media and and really what what is the trigger? What are the causes for why why does content go viral? Um, you know, and I think what we really have to do to, to dive deep into this, and, and I was fascinated as I kind of studied and, and researched um, for today's episode, uh, I really just completely nerded out on the science of this, which is interesting because when I was going through school, I, I completely skipped and did not pay attention in science class uh, at all. I think looking back, I wish I would have paid a little more attention, uh, would have served me better. Nevertheless, it's a good, good time to go back to school and teach yourself some things about why we do some of the things we do. It really boils down to fundamental human basics. And I think it's interesting, um, you know, what is the psychology behind why we share content? You know, a lot of people, pe- a lot of people say that social media is ruining, ruining us. And I think that that's really not true. I think what it's actually doing is exposing us. It's really exposing the things that we don't like, the things that we do like. Um, you know, it's it's really pulling back the veil because it's becoming easier and easier um, for us to kind of lower the guard and and you know push it out there and comment and share and and uh, you know put it on display. Um, But getting back to the Maslow effect, the Maslow effect. So Abraham Maslow wrote a paper in 1943 and released it in uh, Psychology Review. And a lot of debate, a lot of, uh, you know, wrestling with the academics. But nevertheless, his his paper really began a fundamental uh, discussion about the psychology behind human emotion and basic behavioral motivation of humans. Why do we do what we do? And so he came up with this hierarchy of needs, right? So this sort of a pyramid uh, shape, if you will, um, that was designed to illustrate the pattern of uh, behavioral motivation. And, and in this pyramid, at the very bottom, at the we- at the widest base of this pyramid, was the uh, physiological basic needs as a human, right? Food, water, sleep, sex, shelter, um, you know, just just the basics, right? Clothes, like the absolute basics. And so once those items are met, we then have the ability to move into the next layer uh, when it comes to our behavioral motivations and, and sort of going up the pyramid, if you will, you go into... Uh, sort of this safety layer, this level uh, layer of security, uh, emotional security, financial security, 
personal security. And so again, we move from basic into this sort of safety. And then the third sort of level, once these two fundamental areas are met, we move into this sort of third area as we begin to move towards the top of the pyramid. Um, and that is the the desire to, to have the feeling of belonging and of love, right? It's a basic human emotion, um, you know, to, to um, be able to have friendships, uh, to be able to experience intimacy, to be able to have family relationships. I mean, these are the core sort of emotional tenets of this, you know, sort of pattern, if you will, of, okay, I need my basic, you know, uh, food, water, shelter, sex, you know, the basics. And then once I feel, you know, secure, uh, you know, then I go into the, you know, areas of love and belonging. Uh, and, and then kind of after that, being able to move into the next area, which is self-esteem, of course, that being recognition, getting noticed, respect, praised by others, this being sort of that uh, fourth area. And then the pinnacle, the very top was um, self-actualization, meaning really having a sense of purpose, uh, really experiencing and being able to be creative and uh, really being able to realize and achieve what we feel as our full potential within ourselves. So this was sort of the pyramid that, that, that he illustrated in his paper. And again, what's ironic, I think, is when we look back, here's this document written in 1943, here we are in 2019, and we see that these basic fundamentals are very evident when it comes to why, why content goes viral on the internet, because when the content follows this sort of fundamental um, you know, hierarchy of behavioral motivation, it makes sense. It's intrinsically part of, of who we are as humans. So I think that, again, when we go back to the social web and we think about what does the social web allow us to do, well, it allows us to put on display or publish uh, or, or reflect who we are. And, and so we are going to, no matter what, we are going to reflect, whether consciously or unconsciously, um, as we're moving through these stages uh, or these patterns of behavioral motivation. So I think this is really, you know, the science is going to really kind of boil down, you know, what do we share and why do we share it? You know, I mean, I think that's really what, um, as we look at this Maslow effect and we look at viral content, um, you know, we can kind of, you know, start to see, oh my gosh, that makes sense, right? So think about this. Um, when was the last time you shared a, a just a basic post that was about a good deal on something? You know, I know for me, like I was sharing a great deal uh, about a grocery store, Fresh for Less here in our local market. You know, they had great deals on, you know, beer and meat and, you know, just some of the basic stuff that, um, you know, that you need in your house. Right. And so, again, that that seems very fundamental. But at the same time, it's part of our basic need, right? Now, when we talk about safety, that level of safety, that reminds me of, you know, especially like, uh, you know, here in Florida, we're in the middle of hurricane season. 
Um, you know, and when, when hurricane area or, or damage comes in, like, you know, you see people that start to, um, you know, Mark, uh, I was marked safe during hurricane, you know, Dorian or, or what have you. Um, you know, there, there are different types of content that we will post and share and like that really reflect this evidence that we are going through some type of personal um, sense of feeling secure or personal or a, a sense of financial security. Maybe we're in search of that. And so we're sharing it, um, you know, because we want to leave a marker back for ourselves so we can go back and look at it. Uh, people do that all the time. I do that. And I hear my friends be like, I'm going to share that so I can go back and check it out. And again, if it's related to finance um, or emotion or personal uh, security, again, this is fundamental uh, human behavioral motivations. And then uh, number, you know, sort of that that third tier that uh, of, of wanting to feel like we belong to something, someone, to a group. Um, I mean, you think about that in the way we tag friends and family uh, in, in other posts. You know, what we're doing is we want to enrich those relationships, right? And so what's fantastic about the social web is geography no longer is a boundary, is an obstacle. Um, you know, friends and family who, who don't live in the same city, uh, who may live in a different state or a different part of the world, are able, we're able to share and tag them in content. And, and in doing so, it's growing our relationship closer together, right? So again, these are very, just really fundamental human behavioral motivations that the, the Maslow effect really, I think, it, it just, it makes sense. Like it's not an argument, um, although during its time, academically, again, if you look it up, it, it was, you know, radically challenged because of its hierarchy in nature. Um, but nevertheless, I think we see that it's being, you know, really, uh, you know, demonstrated quite a bit. And then I think uh, self-esteem is, is something that is, when we look at that, um, as we share our accomplishments, you know, maybe we were awarded something uh, or, or maybe one of our loved ones was awarded something or had an accomplishment uh, you know, we do that. We, we're, you know, we show we're proud of the the accomplishment of our own accomplishments, or for those that we feel like we had a direct impact uh, in their accomplishments. Uh, and then also, kind of with accomplishments, in that sort of self esteem is also acquisition, things that we've purchased. Right? You know, we buy a new car, or we get a new jacket, or we buy a new watch, or we get our hair done, or you know, whatever that, or we're, um, you know, going on a big trip, you know, we've always wanted to go to Italy or Mexico, you know, and we take photos, right? It's this sense of accomplishment, like this was a goal and I, and here's, here's the evidence that I accomplished that goal. Um, and then lastly, um, you know, that the self uh, actualization, which is really that here, here's, here's my sense of purpose. Here's my uh, you know, achieving my full potential, uh, you know, anything that has to do with evidence that we're in the process of or have achieved uh, our goals or that we're working on or developing our abilities, our talents, um, or, or, or even in parenting, um, 
you know, often we'll share content, uh, you know, around, <laughs> you know, failures or triumphs as, as a parent. I know personally, as a parent of, of three girls, uh, I often feel like I just don't get it because I'm a guy, uh, you know, and I love my daughters to death and I'm so incredibly proud of them. And, you know, sometimes I wonder how in the world have they been so successful despite my own inadequacies. Uh, nevertheless, uh, you know, again, sharing content around these kind of topics. And then even, even just the, the, the sense of, you know, let's say you've got a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend, or you just got engaged. Um, again, that, that basic self-actualization of, you know, I have, I have realized my full potential. And, and part of that potential is being with someone uh, who I want to spend the rest of my life with. Um, you know, so this is this is the progression. This is the hierarchy that the Maslow effect, as as sort of written and illustrated in 1943, is playing out today in 2019, and and that we've seen over and over and over. Now, when you take all of this and you're thinking about your own brand, you're like, Michael, this is really you know, you're totally nerding out on the science here. Um, how does this practically relate to me and my brand, and how I'm going to create content? you know, and, and, and hope that I hit the lottery jackpot uh, and have a piece of, of content go viral, which then, you know, catapults my, my brand and ultimately helps me grow my business. Well, I think, first of all, if you just understand as, as basic human, you know, why we share what we share, and then you start to think about all the different content that, that you're, you're working with, it, it just puts a different light on it because it, you, you move away from this, um, you know, inanimate, uh, you know, object-based sort of viewing uh, into a, a more human uh, and emotional, uh, empathetic sort of lens, which is really the edge you want when you're trying to um, connect with the people who matter most to you and your business. Um I think it's also important if we want to really layer this and, and take it just to the deepest level is let's look at what are the eight triggers? What are the eight emotional triggers that when you combine your creative and your content with, with these eight triggers, I think it's really important. Number one has to be awe. You know, when you inspire someone and you, you, you introduce awe into your content, um, it's an emotional trigger. People can't help but to share uh, number two, when you introduce anger, things that that you know make people angry, maybe injustice, um, you know, in in anger, or maybe uh, number three, when you connect with them on what stresses them out, the anxiety that they're going through, and how your 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 product solves that problem, um, or that your brand understands that anxiety and how your product could make their life better or easier. Um, you know, and then number four would be fear, um, whether it's fear of missing out, whether it's fear of, you know, again, going back to insecurity or fear of being alone. I mean, those all tie back to those five fundamental uh, behavioral motivations. Uh, and then uh, number five, joy, you know, feeling happiness and joy, uh, you know, showing, I mean, customer testimonials are just a piece of uh, emotional triggers that connect with human to human people experiencing satisfaction and joy that they decided to purchase a product or service. It went well, and now they're talking about it. 
Uh, and then uh, next would be lust. Uh, you know, when you're really just you you desire something at such a great passion uh, that you'll you're willing to do anything for it. You'll literally throw common sense out the window. Um, you know, when when you frame your creative and, and your content in that manner um, and share it, oh, boy, does it really trigger, uh, you know, the person on the other end when they're consuming that content. The last two would be uh, surprise and shock. I mean, obviously, shock value and surprise. You know, a lot of people hate birthday surprises. A lot of people don't like to be surprised. But at the same time, it's hard to get away from you know, content that you're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea, you know, um, th that that's the kind of content that can easily go viral. Um, and, and so those are the things, awe, anger, anxiety, fear, joy, lust, surprise, shock. Those are the things that when you have these emotional triggers as part of your, you know, content, um, you're, you're putting together all of the pieces of that Maslow effect that can position you for your content to potentially go viral and help grow your business and help expand your brand reach. And that's what we're trying to do, right? And we're all trying to succeed. We're all trying to, um, you know, grow our business or grow our membership uh, or whatever the metric is that you determine uh, measures your effectiveness for your business. So, you know, those are those are the things I think as I looked in and and really took a deep dive into the Maslow effect and what is the science of why content goes viral. Um, you know, I hope that this this episode really provides you with uh, a foundational piece of why are we why are we creating what we're creating? And, and here's an important you know thing as well. You know, the more and more we work with our clients um, and and we start to see uh, a pattern. It's rather than creating for the sake of creating, just recording and documenting how things are, it seems to come out in a very authentic manner. Um, and so not, not to say that, you know, you, you, you can't, um, you know, storyboard and create a story and bring characters in that touch all of the, you know, emotional points. I mean, look at the Dwayne Wade video, uh, his retirement video that went viral, right? I mean, millions of people saw it. Millions of people connected with the fact that he had achieved his greatest achievement, that he had achieved his fulfillment of being one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But yet at the same time, if you work your, if you work it backwards, um, and you look at, you know, um, his being recognized by the league and being recognized by his peer by changing jerseys back and forth. Um, when you look at the interaction with all the friends and family members that gave them their own shirts from his mom to his family, um, you know, and to all of the, the victims of, of, of the incident that he was involved with, um, you know, it, it, it that's why it was viral because it did reach all of those tenants. And, and so again, as humans, when we are, um, you know, when we come across uh, content that hits them all, like that's where the magic happens, right? So don't underestimate your company. Your brand is literally one piece away from hitting the, a viral home run that changes the trajectory 
of your business and of your own personal brand, uh, you know, forever. And if you understand the Maslow effect and are aware of it and continue to document and record and produce, um, you're going to position your brand in the best way to hit that mark and, and experience uh, tremendous business growth. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Michael Wynn. I am the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Have a great day and tune in tomorrow.